and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. Yeah. your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. All right, you better believe it. Here it is, the Modern Eater Show, live in a feisty studio kitchen, Colorado yes. tonight. Yes, indeed. Yes, wow. Indeed. On the air everywhere, truly. Thanks for tuning in on our iHeart affiliate, 630KHOW, but uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all over Periscope. all lives. Yeah, but what you want to do is just go to themoderneater.com. If you want to watch the show with us, we have a link that you can click on. And there it is, our YouTube stream right now inside of Studio Kitchen Colorado. Uh, there he is, Brian Freeman. How are you doing? Good to see you. Jay Parker, Little Rich Schneider, Dave Avery, Kenny and George, and uh, alongside of myself, Greg Hollenbach. All's well in the world. We're going to continue. Happy Thanksgiving. It's coming up, Brian. I'm excited for it. Are you ready I'm for excited. it? Some people are. Some people aren't. Uh, tonight's going to be a roller coaster show. We've got a, a great lineup. We're going to have uh, Dr. Victor Matthews on. He's the doctor, 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 but uh, the triple threat. And when you think of a doctor, a master distiller, a master chef, and a master something or another, what is it, Jay? Hospitality? Uh, it's a, a dining room service. Oh, my goodness. I don't oh. even know what that means, but we'll catch we're, up with yeah, him. Yeah, we're going to find out tonight. And he's got two t- hats on tonight because Paragon Culinary School and Black Bear Distillery. It's two. Yes. Uh, these are new folks to the show, so we can't wait to uh, welcome them. It's exciting. they and got they, a lot going on. Yeah, and they also have a crew here that's uh, filming this show as well, and we'll talk to the uh, doctor about that at uh, 6.30 when he comes up here on the Modern Eater Show. In the meantime and in between time, next hour, John Irvin and Gluten-Free Things, along with Marvin Williams of Brucey Fire and Vine. John Hinman's going to make an appearance, Hinman Bakery, and uh, a new brewery. Coal Mine Avenue Brewing Company, and like I said, in booze in the news, all the booze news you can use with Victor Matthews from Black Bear Distillery. Wow, what a lineup. They're waiting patiently. Don't it's, act like you got nothing. Come on, Justin Brunson. <laughs> Look at that smiley. <laughs> he, he, and he, it's like a light switch. You turn it on, and there he is. He's a busy guy, man. He's got a lot going on. Good to see yeah. you, Justin. Well, we're glad to be here. How are you guys doing? I know. Good to see you. And uh, a friend of mine. Here he is, biker Jim Pittenger. We're finally friends now. Oh, we've been friends for a while. <laughs> you could do better. <laughs> Much better. Much better. But, you know, the, the starved and the lonely stand together, Justin. Yes, we do. That's why. Yes, we do. It was funny because I was talking about, you know, we're stewards of this community. A strange concept, but we actually are. Kind of a big thing, but we're all just normal people. I was going to say, do you know me putting me normal (laughs) stewards of the community position? I I think we are, as we were sitting out there deep frying a turkey. Guys, holiday plans, what are you doing, Justin? I'm going fly fishing. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, it's my first day off in a month. I'm going to go fishing. We're here in Colorado. Jim, how about you? Heading out of town? No, we're closing down the restaurant, and then we're opening the restaurant. So it's going to be a, a private, private party at Biker Gyms, but you're invited. Can I come? You're cool. invited. Brian, you. yeah. Yeah. Just not the general public. When you get back from fly fishing, Justin, why not? Let's see. It's cool because we all got together. Hyper-local art is our thing here at the Modernator. Yeah. You know that? And we have great local businesses to come through here. Got a full studio tonight of uh, of just that. 
But it was really cool with Lever's Locavore opening this week, Justin, your butcher shop. That harkens me back to, like, seriously, there was a place called Mayfair Market. I grew up in Cherry Creek. It was on uh, 4th and Garfield, a market right in the middle of a neighborhood. Had a butcher counter. You'd go in, butcher knew you to the specs of what you wanted. Uh, that's truly the way that you're going to try and approach this counter as well. Yeah, we're going to have a little bit of uh, everything for everybody. I have uh, steaks in my case that are $3 all the way up to $40. You're proud of that $3 steak, Oh, I man. love it. I know you are. Because <laughs> everybody, you know, people are like, oh, it's going to be expensive. It's Justin Bronson's. Just because, you know, quality meat is expensive, but not all the cuts are expensive. So, I mean, you can get a four, three, $4 cube steak, or you can go – balls to the walls and goes get a wagyu steak if you want to we have everything in between we got great local uh, beef from roger culverstein he's up in the northeast part of colorado um yeah local colorado lamb we also have some beef from minnesota and some pork from minnesota too so uh i want to make sure that everybody can come shop with us you're gonna kill me but i love your deli meats in particular your turkey yeah i gotta tell you justin i know that's a pain yeah. But that product people smashes are, it out one, of the park, it's, man. It's our number one seller right now. So people are loving a locally made turkey breast that's not full of crap, you know. It's just, I mean, it's pretty simple. It's turkey, salt, spices. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's awesome to make deli meat that's not full of all the stuff you can't even read on a label. Yeah, yeah I'll actually. tell you. And it's tasty. Oh, thank you. You're uh, tasty. Speaking of the turkeys, uh, not to break up the love affair. That's what it is right now. That's the reason for the season. But the turkeys that you brought us tonight, thank you. Three great turkeys. Yeah, so our turkey farm is in Minnesota. We don't have a lot of turkey farms here in Colorado. Uh, turkeys don't do real well with hail. Uh, and if anybody knows Colorado, we have quite a few hailstorms yeah, yeah, here. The farmers call it the white combine. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that white combine come take your whole flock out here. So um, I found well, a really good. keep trying to catch them in their mouth anyway, which <laughs> yeah. is just ridiculous. <laughs> um, we found a turkey farm in Minnesota that does a great job. Um, all free range, antibiotic free, small family farm. Um, and they don't break the bank either. Uh, so our fresh turkeys are three ninety nine, frozen's two ninety nine. We have breasts, we have legs, we got backbones. You can come get whatever you want. You got Chris or Thanksgiving for one. Get yourself a turkey leg. Yeah, you know, awesome. roast her up. Um, so uh, people have really, really been loving the quality of the product. It's the same turkey that we make our turkey deli meat with. So now we got their whole birds as well. And, uh, We're going to see it tonight. Yeah, my friend Biker Jim cooked up a couple, and they're looking Turkey three real. Ways. Turkey three yeah. ways. Just what'd you get like down on? to make? That's right. Um, we, we smoked one, roasted one, and we are currently frying one. Which one so, are you yeah. looking forward to the most? Uh, the smoked, the fried, and maybe some of the roasted one. <laughs> really, I love turkey. Uh, so, so the roasted one least. Uh, the roasted one last. Yeah, because it went in the oven last. You know, I mean the smoked turkey. Smoked up. In a good How's it looking? Two and a half hours. A, a, it looks like it's oh, sitting it's, right there. Hey, John Irvin, foil. will you open up that? No, it's, yeah, no, oh, it's out. It's out. No, it's go, out. No, go ahead, open it up, John. Let's, open up. Let's that. Let Greg see the. Uh, let's let see Greg nothing see in the, there. All right. All right, these guys are fooling me. I'd love to see how that's looking. Oh, yeah, it's spatchcock. It's a little. It's a little underneath that thing. It looks. 
What do you mean? What? what do you mean? It just looks a little uh, black in there. Crispy on the edges, perfect. baby. That's it doesn't look perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. I think it looks perfect. Look at I the top of that. Yeah, be, be in the, he's in the holiday spirit, so he's being critical. Yeah, he's <laughs> getting ready to be, <laughs> let, be with let, family, yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> he's practicing. Wait, can't wait to go talk politics with the folks, right? <laughs> Zach Johnson in the building. He's, he's going to come up next with us because we have some great uh, spices that Zach supplied oh. for us. Where is Zach? we got to put an APB out for Zach. Uh, you guys, I got to ask this. So, Justin, during Thanksgiving, I know you're a cooker. You love to please everybody. Are you a sink eater? A sink eater? You eat over the sink, or do you actually <laughs> Have sit I down? Have I eaten the kitchen sink before? <laughs> yeah. Uh, of course. So my favorite part is to carve the bird and pick all the best bits off the carcass. Because, you know, you get the oysters afterwards. You know, like my favorite part of the, a roast turkey, I usually roast my turkey, is all the stuff on the back. You know, because you get the skin and it's all crispy, and you got the part that's sitting in all the juice, and it's all icky and sticky. I love that. That's your jam? Yeah. I love it, man. How about I you, Jim? It. Are you a hoverer, or do you sit down with everybody and eat? I'm a very fancy man. I don't. You might not know this by looking at me, but no, I like to eat pinkies out, you know, oh, carve every sure. little bit. Well, just getting you know. back from James Beard House, you kind of have to, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. As, as some of you know, I am a, um, you know, part of the uh, Colorado Five last year. Yeah. And we did get a cook at the Beard House. And Josh Nuremberg's probably so happy you said Colorado Five instead of Oh, yes. of course. Yes. Of course, yes. yes. That, that got you know, nailed into me pretty quick. We'll be doing this again next year. I'm mm-hmm. really excited for that. But, yeah, I did. I showed my all at the Beard House. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> 30 second, a story from the Beard House. A 30 second story yep. from the Beard House. I made uh, chicken fried rabbit livers with bone marrow uh, heritage polenta. I put them in the bone marrow canoes. Never clean 75 bone marrow canoes oh, no. on the same day that you want to serve them. That no. will suck up your whole day. Uh, Ambitious. It was ridiculous. That juice was, that juice was not worth the squeeze on But that I bet one. it was good because that oh, sounded so good. It's With a really nice adobo sauce, it was a delightful dish. The beautiful dulcet tones. stupid. Biker Jim Ranger. Justin Brunson, you guys stick around. I'm going to try and find Zach Johnson. I think he's here. If not, we'll talk about spices without him. Right? We can do that. You guys can do it. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Full house here at Studio Kitchen Colorado. I don't know why everybody's training on this. You don't have to be quiet out there, you guys. Have some fun. (laughs) Drink some great beer. We have good beer. Yeah. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back in a flash. Listen to our sponsored messages. These people are curated. They're the best of the best. We love them and what they do, and they support our community. Enough said. We'll be back in a flash. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Oh my God, he's back! I'm back in the corner. It looks, it looks like if Danny DeVito had been cast as as Ron Burgundy, here in the corner. So I'm I'm here with my my new our new friend Victor Matthew, who and and to just call him a Mister is not enough because you're a chef and a doctor. Yeah, well, you can call me whatever you want to call me, but yeah. Wow, wow. Well, new to the show, but definitely not new to the state. How long have you been here, Doc? I've oh, been here about 20 years. We've been up at the Black Bear. Wow. It was a restaurant and house a distillery. Then we opened the school in 04. We've been here 20 years in the community. Holy cow. Well, I know you're going to be showing some of your food. Yeah. Some of your uh, the spirits. Mm-hmm. We're going to be having a good time. Well, we, we you know, did it holiday style. We got a little bit of a, of a duck crustini thing going on for the holidays. Then we've also got a special cocktail that I made, which you're going you're gonna to want to love. You're going to love this one. Don't go anywhere. This is going to be awesome. Save me some of that, okay? Oh, man. Get ready for it. It's the, oh, that, it's the pumpkin spice old-fashioned. It's coming out. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Hey, we've got some words from our sponsors coming up. We'll be right back. Is money well spent? 
Dove. Get more from your beauty bar. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers, Denver's badass Belgian-style brewery. Brews has some serious badassery coming up in the next month. Our new tap room at Colfax and York will be opening up, and it is a very special place. With the coming of winter, we're featuring some real powerhouse beers. The infamous Hellraiser is back on tap, along with a killer lineup of strong blonde, amber, and dark ales. Our unique Christmas beer, Brute Le Grand, will also be releasing soon, as well as our seasonal Beat Saison. And we'll have a number of limited edition barrel-aged beers that you will not want to miss. Check out all our beers on our website, along with daily food trucks and more, at brewsbeers.com. That's Brews, spelled B-R-U-Z, 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver, where your dog is always welcome. Join us soon for some Belgian-style badassery. Hey, Colorado. This is Brian Freeman, owner of Growers Organic and a host on the Modern Eater Talk Show. Growers Organic is a Colorado sourcing company who provides Colorado's greatest chefs with the best organic produce. I've been partnering with local and regional farms for the last 20 years, and our returning customers know they can count on us over and over again. Chefs who receive the highest rating on Good Food 100 choose Growers Organic for their organic produce needs because we're experts at bridging the gap between the farm and the table. Join us in the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, modern eater listeners, this is Woman at Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. At the Spice Guy, we 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients. Or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind 10 seconds. Can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Hey, this is Brother Luck. Oh, we're coming back. Brain. <laughs> All right, you ready? <laughs> Owner of Four My Brother Luck and Lucky Dumplings. I mean, he's, he's a very, very impressive man. And you're rocking with the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Wow. Welcome back to the show. Studio Kitchen Colorado, very interesting. It is like a Thanksgiving dinner in here. Uh, Brian, do you know what I just witnessed down back? What? So we have a deep fryer going, right? Yes. We've got a big, almost 20-pound turkey in this deep fryer. Justin and Jim are out back trying to get this turkey out of a deep fryer with tongs, and it worked. It was it was the most interesting slash terrifying thing I've ever seen. Did it work? Do you see that thing? You, you Look at that thing. opened up the door and <laughs> shut it in our face while we were carrying the turkey I in. had to go. I had to get on the air. I'm sorry. oil everywhere. Oh, it's, my God. <laughs> it was so terrifying. It was. I was, it was It was very erotic yet terrifying. I don't know what was going no, on. No, have you seen we, a fire with one of those? That's terrifying. Yeah. I, I'm sure you've seen one of those. Oh, yeah. Just Videos What only. were you thinking? <laughs> like set on fire several Well, times, I was so very Brian. excited and scared. I didn't really know what to do, but I had Jim by my side, so I felt safe. Okay, Zach Johnson apparently he probably has little uh, Parker kid things to yeah, do. Yeah, he's got right a now. baby, yes. Can we talk about that, Brian? That yeah, so um, uh, Zach Johnson over at Spice Guy. Where is that, Brian? Made a spice. I don't Brian see it, Brian. is actually down by your, if you look underneath that shelf right there, Greg. Nope, right where, next to you. Look down, look right down, there. look down. Aha! Yay. So Zach actually made uh, my Brian for me that we I've been making. For years, which is pretty great. Uh, so salt, sugar, mustard seed, 
coriander. Wait, hang on, hang on. Go slow because my mom watched that. So, first of all, we did a video this past week. It's on the Modern Eater Facebook page. It's a long form. I think we did about 30 minutes just uh, getting turkeys ready in brine. Oh, she watched the My she mom watched the, watched the whole nice. thing. Yeah. She's a great fan. But she said, did, did Justin talk about. Well, we're going to talk about it now. What, okay, go ahead. All right. So, this is our River Bear all-purpose brine. It's good with turkeys, chickens, pork, lamb, beef. Babies, um, hot dogs, hot dogs, hey, Mom, really good with up. hot dogs. Listen. But um, so it's equal parts salt and sugar. We do coriander, yellow mustard seed, fennel, thyme, uh, bay leaf, and black pepper. That's what's in this guy. And wait, can you buy it at your butcher you shop? You can buy it at the River Bear Butcher Shop. Um, Nice. And yep. online. Can I check it out online if I went to riverbearmeats.com? Um, we're working on our online presence still. Nice. You know, okay. we're, we're a startup company, yeah, so think, we're trying know, to figure that you. out. I love you, man. I think yeah. it's a great reason to get down to Lever's Local yeah. or get turkey in the brine. To get yeah, it. we got the beautiful turkeys and this awesome brine to go with it. Um, um, and I'm really, really stoked. And then we have these beautiful dry rubs over here from the Spice Guy as well. Perfect turkey. Um, there he is. We're the perfect turkey over here. You know what? Why don't we There's swap an extra out? mic right no, here. No, we have another one. Oh. Boom. He's ready to roll. So, and, and Justin, let me ask you. You brine everything, right? I mean, you could yeah. brine your any kind of poultry, yeah, so obviously. Poultry, pork chops. Uh, one of the things that I really love, lamb, lamb um, shanks. I always brine my lamb shanks before I cook them. Any big piece of meat you want to get the flavor all the way down into the bone with is really a great opportunity to use this lovely brine made by my friend Zach right over here. Zach Johnson, hey. welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, Appreciate and it. Parker, too. I asked a very basic question to Jimmer. I was like, okay, well, what does the brine do? What is brining? What's the process? What's it going to do? So what brine does um, through osmosis, um, it brings the salt and herb solution into the cells of the bird. So the water comes out, the flavor for water, water comes in, it makes them juicy, it gets them seasoned all the way down into the bone. Um, that's and it, doesn't, really and it, does. it doesn't make it salty. No, that's if you brine for 24 hours, you're not going to end up with a ham. You're going to end up with a more flavorful, more flavorful bird. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you brine something for 48 hours, you know, 72 hours, that's when you start getting that hamminess. Yeah. You're making ceviche out of your turkey. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. What about, you You just mentioned ceviche. What about vinegar? Because I've heard some people use vinegar to soak their ribs. Really? Before, yeah, they, and it's a big ingredient in their sauce. Have you ever? In their anything, sauce? In their, yeah, vinegar in their rib sauce. I would not put sauce. vinegar into my brine, but I would spritz my ribs with vinegar while I was smoking them. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. That's just me, though. I, well, I like it, you yeah. know, and maybe I got no, some misinformation. These are deep secrets. I can't believe he's telling you this. Well, Zach, deep here's deep. the thing is a lot of people lean on you to make sure that you're um, kind of making the flavorful spices for all of these recipes for us. These special blends that you do, I think they're pretty interesting, but do you just concoct them yourself, or do people give you ideas on how to do that? For example, what did we use, the perfect turkey? The perfect turkey was, yeah, something we hung out and – uh, I don't know, me and Danny and a couple other guys from the team just said what makes a perfect turkey yeah, a perfect what does? turkey. So this one has a lot of citrus peels, right? So there's orange peel in there. Uh, we like the smoked paprika. Uh, kind of the things that most people put inside of their turkeys, we wanted to take that same idea and put it on the outside of the turkey in a dry form that would rehydrate, be a little bit more mellow than cutting up orange peels or, you know, trying to trying to micrograde orange peels onto your turkey, but get some of that citrus flavor all the way through. 
And is that why, you know, they're, they're putting these ingredients inside of the turkey, and it's just always, I've always laughed about that because it's just the bones. But it's really soaking into the whole bird itself, right? Yeah, I think so. It's going all the way through, right? You're cooking it, all that, all the uh, juice from all those ingredients are coming out, going right into the meat, and it's got to go out somehow. When you, uh, when you do a rub, how long do you like to leave a rub on, say, a turkey? On a turkey, I think I generally go like an hour and a half before. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a weirdo. Um, Clearly. Yeah, everybody knows that. That's no secret, right? So we've been doing turkeys with mayonnaise forever. So seasoning Uh-oh. the mayonnaise and then rubbing the entire turkey with mayonnaise before we put it in the oven. Um, I like that's that. That's like idea. actually a competition barbecue secret right there, the mayonnaise. Yeah, that was from my mom, for better or worse. And so that's different than butter because I, I usually do the same except with butter. Yeah, and, way different than butter, right? Yeah. So a few more ingredients, a little bit different texture. But what I like about it the most is the crispiness of the skin uh, when you do it with the mayonnaise. I think it gives it a whole new element. Nice. Fantastic. Coming up on that season, man, it's gift season. I, I'm one of these people. Truly, it's terrible. Guys, I don't know what you do for shopping for people, but I find myself wandering around a mall on Christmas Eve with the worst anxiety ever. Yeah, Justin. Zach just got a lot easier to shop for. <laughs> wow. I know what he's just, doing. You, are you done with your Christmas shopping? Yeah. You are? Yeah. You're totally. done with it? Yeah. If you don't buy anything, you don't have to. Really, I yeah, I know. I was it's pretty say. easy. I just buy my cook stuff and my wife stuff, and that's it. That's, oh, really? That's only what did you give me? What? What did you give me? I'll show you later. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, artisanal stuff, man, and especially locally. Made. Well, local, man. I encourage everyone to go out to like lo- local artisanal shops. Yeah. And buy, support the local economy at every level. I agree about going out, but a lot of time people are doing online stuff. Your website is so cool, Zach. Yeah, Thank Zach's you. appreciate that. It's great. And you, you can get in on what you want to. You get, I, I get in on the mailing list because they send me these recipe ideas ahead of time. Oh, you uh, cook a lot at home, huh, Greg? I do cook a lot. Oh. Yeah, Justin, I'd love to go head-to-head with you on a little cooking competition hey, sometime. Uh, time, Would you friend. do that? Yeah, yeah, I thought that that was I later got, tonight. I got 20 but bucks we'll... on you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is that Greg's mom is the only judge. Yeah. <laughs> she would vote for Justin. Yes, she would. <laughs> Patty <laughs> loves <me>. this boy. <laughs> Dang it, man. That can't be. I'm going to give her 50 years of hell. That's why. I'm trying to get people to go to your website, dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's www.thespicegayco.com. It also works really well if you just Google it. We're the first 10 hits. Yeah. Uh, you can't miss it on there. Uh, we've got tons of holiday sales going on. Uh, we're going to be in some of the local gift guides from the local magazines uh, coming up in the holiday season. So we've got some cool specials. We're going to do buy one, get one boxes uh, for Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Cyber Monday. Um, so, yeah, get out there. It's, yeah. The dads in your – anybody who cooks. This is a gift that's truly what you want. Jim, what, what do you like for Christmas? I would hate to. I like Las Vegas for, for Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> right. My kind of guy right oh, now. I love that. I love I got, that. I, there's no room for me that. in Las Vegas. I'm more of a New York City type of guy myself. Really? Are you? Right? Oh, during the holidays, it's the most magical place in the world, yeah. man. It really, I went there for Thanksgiving once, saw the Macy's Parade with my kids. Yeah. Nice that is once Vegas. in a lifetime, man. I Justin. Can, I can go to New York. I can go to Chicago. I can go to Paris. I can go to Venice, all within about a two-block area. <laughs> go to the Pyramid <laughs> Rhino if you want to. And then I can go to a pyramid, yes. So that's what I like about Vegas. Oh, my goodness. Okay, you guys, this is great. Thank you for coming here. Lever's local for it. Justin, you're killing it, man. These oh. projects are great. And also... 
uh, Folsom Foods in Boulder. Yeah, come check out our new spots. So we got Folsom Foods in Boulder in Rosetta Hall. We have a culture meat and cheese in River Bear Butcher in Lever's Locavore. Uh, yeah, just making jobs, baby. That's what we do. I love it, man. You're a stud, Justin. <laughs> These are all good guys. And uh, Biker Jim, here's the deal. Uh, everybody knows you. You were awarded. What was it? And who was it that said it? But I think it's true. The number one most recognized restaurant in Colorado. There it is. MS, MSN.com threw that out. That's uh, cool. The most famous restaurant in Colorado for <laughs> some crazy why. Because it's uh, awesome and you're awesome. It is kind of awesome. Yeah, you know, our, our food does not suck. Our, our crew is reasonable. Yeah. And I use a lot of hyperbole when I talk. You can yeah. tell. Three of my favorites. Okay, turkey time. We're going to get it going. Next up, man, we're going to take a break. 6.30 on 6.30 KHOW, iHeart Radio Station. He's the uh, man of the hour, and I love that he's out promoting this show. Thank you so much. But uh, Dr. Victor Matthews is up next right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeart Radio. Another awesome segment. Can you believe the talent on the table, Greg? Holy cow. I mean, that's, man, hey, we got our, our, our new, they're new to the show, but definitely not new to brewing. They've got a beer they're making. It's called Lose the Leash. Check that out. Is that cool or what? We've got Erica, Erica, and Manuel. That's great. Thanks. From? Coal Mine Avenue Brewing Company and you got, in Colorado. And you guys are going to be on deck here. They're, they're going to, they've got a segment here coming up. So this is a teaser. What beer did you bring tonight? Obviously so, this one. So we brought a couple of beers tonight. We brought our most popular, the Peabody New England Style IPA. <laughs> we also brought Banner a White. hard seltzer, which you're holding right now. We call it the Mine Water. We brought our Nutter Butter Stout, which is about to run out pretty quickly here. And then a coffee cream meal we call Java Plex. So Those are all, I mean, those are great sounding flavors for this time of the year oh my gosh listen they're going to be coming up talking about all that they do what a great place to go get some beer for the upcoming thanksgiving dinner absolutely hey we'll be right back we've got some words from our sponsors coming up stay here that's noblr.com individual savings may vary must meet eligibility requirements to bind a policy hey it's greg hollenbeck any more these days when i go out to eat i not only want to eat delicious food and drinks but i also want to eat where i know my money is going to a local restaurant that i believe in i believe in the goods restaurant on colfax and mark whistler the goods is a community restaurant and bar with a menu focusing on vegan vegetarian gluten-free and keto options comfort food lovers try the best burger on planet earth I love it. Eight ounces of grass-fed beef and never, ever any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. The Goods is truly a cultural melting pot, a family restaurant open to all. Their bar program is amazing. Saddle up at their long, luxurious bar, have a nice craft beer or a cocktail. Like their Facebook page and stay up on amazing events and specials going on throughout the week. Located on East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore, across from East High School with Free parking in a garage in back. Look them up online, thegoodsrestaurant.com. I'll see you at the goods. Want to bake the best? Bake with the best. Little Rich here. 30 seconds to live read. Our wraps fold cold and don't break open, yet they're soft and delicious. What's my secret? Ardent Mills. Organic, ancient, and heirloom grains like quinoa, spelt, and more. Locally headquartered in Denver, Colorado, Ardent Mills provides the industry's broadest range of traditional and organic flours, whole grains, customized blends, and specialty products. Yep, 10 seconds. 10 seconds to live read. With the next grains and unique plant-based ingredients. I love Ardent Mills and I know five seconds. Bake the best, you must use the best. Learn more at ardentmills.com. 
All right, back to the show in just a minute. But before we do that, Brian Freeman, you know what time it is? It's time to talk about Aspen Baking. AspenBaking.com is where you want to go. They're a local bakery. They're baking everything the right way. No additives, no preservatives, no garbage, no gunk. They do put butter, they do put sugar, and they do put gluten. Oh, baby, love me some gluten. My favorite three (laughs) things in the world. AspenBaking.com, again, you guys, if you want to cater your employees, they do boxed lunches. Boxed lunches are popular. They're easy. Your employees appreciate it. AspenBaking.com. Brian Freeman, do you like bear claws? I love bear claws. Do you like baguettes? Do I love my belly? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'll say the website one more time, and then we'll be back to the show and Dr. Chef. Master Distiller, Master of uh, Dining Room Services, Mr. Victor Matthews will be up. So here it is, AspenBaking.com. Hi, Michael. I got a bear claw for you. (laughs) I'll say whatever you want me to say. (laughs) That'll get me in trouble. (laughs) Ride it like you stole it. Drink it like you own it. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeart. Great advice, and uh, happy Thanksgiving to you coming up on the Modern Eater Show. Live from Studio Kitchen, Colorado, Brian Freeman alongside myself, Greg Hollenbach. Here we are back in the saddle. This is great. Little Rich Snyder's back home with us tonight, and I really love that Little Rich corner. Full value. Uh, just go to themoderneater.com. We're live on the air everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope. And these gentlemen right here, Dr. Victor Matthews, how are you? And welcome to the show. Hey, man. Oh, I'm living the dream, brother. I know. People say that, but are you truly, <laughs> really? I mean, you, the, the the smile on your face is contagious, man. I just want to smile man, and I'm laugh, too. I'm doing everything I love. Man, if I was any more blessed, it would be embarrassing to talk about, honestly. Truly, yeah. And thank you. Thank you so much for coming here. You're wearing two hats tonight. And Jay did the introduction. I don't think I can do it that way. He's well. got like four or five hats on a normal right. basis. But what does yeah, that yeah, mean? Cut, so tonight's we cut, easy. We cut the hats down tonight just <laughs> to. <laughs> do you mind if we talk about you for a minute? I, I hate to put people on the spot with that, but I find this very fascinating. And um, the, so traditionally master chefs, is it what I know a master chef to be? Yeah. So to get that, the uh, international one is 25 years. And so that was 07, and then after 10 years of holding it, it becomes emeritus forever. And so that's 35 years. That was 17 from So me. this is from the MasterChefs Federation. So well, there's, a, there's several different ones. Sure. Two that I have, one's from America. That I was the American Culinary Ambassador. They sent me to foreign countries back in the early part of the, tw- of the 21st century. <laughs> um, but the other one is a world MasterChef. It's out of London. So there's two different ones that I have. But, um, yeah, it took about 25 years to get that. Where are you from? So New Orleans. You're from New Orleans. Yeah, nice. Man. nice. Love it, love it, love it. I was sort of born in Kentucky, then raised in North Carolina in the mountains, which is where I learned to run a still, and then down to New Orleans wow. to become a chef. <laughs> I love so that's that. where the chef thing comes from. So food was a big part of your life as many. Man. Man, I love food so much. <laughs> is that your influence? <laughs> you can't tell. Is that your influence? South? Yeah, yeah, it's all South. So okay. um, whether it's the regular Southern style of love or whether it's the Cajun Creole, that's really where my heart is. I got a question for you then. What's your favorite thing about Thanksgiving? So I do a thing called a butter poached turkey, which is like a really crazy thing that basically involves about 20 pounds of butter. And you submerge the turkey in the butter and slow cook it for hours. So it's almost like lobster texture, the turkey. Is that wow. possible? Wow, I'm trying yes. to wrap my mind Oh, my mind's that. all around that. That's, but that's very French, right? That's got to be a French-inspired dish yeah, or what? Yeah. I well, mean, butter poaching. Well, that's how I got my wife, right? So she tells the story that the, the reason we're married is because of butter poached lobster. 
So when I got t- took my turn to, to do the turkey for Thanksgiving, I was like, I'll better approach a turkey and lock this down. <laughs> I love that. And, and I uh, love that. there it is. The story's been told <laughs> at this point. In time. I, I like that. So your your influence uh, comes from your family, your mom, your dad. Where does that come from? Your yeah, my my, my grandmother started it, started all the trouble. Yeah. Um, Rose was about. She was about four foot nine, about three fifty. So she was like a bowling ball shaped lady, and she had about fifty of those ribbons from the county fair. She was the terror of the county fair. Okay. All the other old ladies would just shake their blue hair, would just shake, and um, yeah. So she was just amazing, amazing cook, and that's where it all started. That's yeah. where it all started. Yep. Cool. So your studies brought you to where? I mean, you have this doctor as well. Yeah, yeah. Doctor so in what? It's theology. Theology. So I, you know, I don't know. I, I guess my, theology. I know it's crazy, huh? I know. My both my grandfathers were sort of like church planning pastors, and always had that as part of me. So we just kind of fused all that together somehow. We do, for instance, we do mission work around the world involving hospitality. So we'll go open up a, like a culinary school in Africa. The job is to train wow. local folks to get those good jobs, and so. We have a mission related to culinary, too. So it's all kind of mixed together. I love that. Because of Little Ridge, we've called this a kid, the culinary church. Um, church. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's and, your and mission as well, lo- Dr. And, Victor. And, and that's truly what we love to preach here is unity, yeah. is uh, togetherness, and actually people just working together for the common goal, the, the common one. And, and for you, at the end of the day, it's for, it's for your Savior. Uh, Absolutely. And and I can appreciate that so much. Absolutely. Uh, pe- a, a lot of people need direction that way. And if that can be helpful, I'd encourage people to uh, look you up just for that. Absolutely. And I, I talk about that all the time. I love talking about, you know, I, you can't do all this by yourself. you got to be blessed. you got to be protected. you got to have people around you that are good. And all that requires some kind of bigger plan than I've got. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'll throw you a curveball. Uh, Dr. Victor, here it is. You, you own a distillery, though? What? Right. Now, You're... see, that was so hard <laughs> because, you know, my, yeah, family, lay it my, on my southern family, right? Sure. So start talking about bars and distilleries. And they're yeah. like, oh, no, no, yeah. no. Those two things don't match. Yeah. What's so next, Victor? A strip club? I mean, yeah. that. <laughs> I mean. That <laughs> so, so to be clear, so we're we're anti-drunk and stupid. Okay, we're not we're not about go out there and slam a bunch of shots and crash your car. We hate that. We're about enjoying life, you know, in moderation. Everything, food, liquor, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, doctor, they do talk about turning water into wine in right. the Bible. The so fir- the first there, it's not it's not a bad thing. Okay, <laughs> alcohol and and libations right. isn't a bad thing. Right. So I tell people that Jesus' first miracle was turning the water into wine. I'm just trying to follow suit. Absolutely. That's, that's <laughs> I like that. I there you go. What's your favorite title? Doctor, distiller, no, chef. See, the chef, see, I, I can say this because I did the Ph.D., yeah. but it was easier than the master chef thing. i got to yeah. tell you the yeah. truth. Yeah. I mean, it's great to have. It's a beautiful thing. I'm super blessed. But that 25 years on the line, that 30 years on the line, standing there, the heat and the fire and the, oh man. Well, how long is the test itself? That just taking the test is multiple days, but some of those days are long hours, aren't they? Right, right. So the ACF has one. That, I don't have that one. That, that's the that's the ACF's one that goes on in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mine is from the, the America and from the world. That's what I'm wondering. So we yeah. were 25 years of traceable history. So they had two, two master chefs had their sitting had to nominate you. Then they test your last 25 years. They get all the background, and then they elect you. And it's like a knighting ceremony. You go to London, and they go this whole thing with the ribbon. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So okay. it's not based as much on preparing one specific dish over the course of a 
Right. It's more because we do that all the time. So it's more like 25 years of that. Of that. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Chef, let me ask you a question. I'm just like a little kid that's inquisitive. That's how I, I mean, truly, I love to ask questions. But um, so Joan Brewster, dear friend of the show, she's uh, the executive director for the uh, Master Chefs Federation right, for right. the uni- uh, for the U.S. And are is the traditional chef portraying what that looks like in the kitchen today? The folks that are working in the kitchens today, the chefs, the tattoos, uh, right. the women, uh, diversity, culture. Does that type of organization dictate what we're seeing today in the kitchen? And if not, is it going that way? Right. That's a really insightful question. And first of all, shout out to John. I know I've known her for 20 years. Well, you were Um, an ACF chef of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, congratulations on that. I was involved with that. And it's true that back in the beginning, that was sort of a problem where it came to diversity, women, et cetera. They've been, you know, everything's been changing. And the chef world has been opening up stronger and stronger. Some people that are very famous have been leading the way. Somebody like Gordon Ramsay, for instance. Sure. His, his main chef at his three Michelin star restaurant in London is, is female. So she's an Irish. Uh, she's amazing, right? So this has been changing. Thank God. We need the diversity. Yeah. We need the new ideas. We need all those chefs. So, yeah, it has been an evolution, though, since the 80s. And when I was first coming up in the 80s, I was told I could never be a great chef because I wasn't French. So Americans, you know, Thomas Keller came along and solved that problem. Yep. So then we've got Americans on the map now, and then we start having everyone else come up because we've got to have that diversity. That's what chefs are about, having fun and creating new things. Yeah. To do that, you've got to have those different people. You've yep. got to have those different ideas. Kitchen culture, it's a very interesting thing, but I'm not so sure it's the tall white hat anymore. Um, it's more of a bandana now. It's more of the captain of the pirate ship a little bit. Sure. Now. You complimented sure. on biker Jim Pittenger, who just got back from the James Beard House cooking his apron. Yeah. And I think more and more these days, uh, the chef, it's just very hard work. It's the chief. It's the Well, it's, it's really the I, so much of the, col- the culinary world has changed so much. I mean, since the days of, like, the Julia Childs right. and the Paul Perdones. And I like um, to see it change. Yeah. Justin Brunson here with us. <laughs> Serious meat. <laughs> giving me my Christmas goose. It's always so nice to see him. <laughs> okay, Chef, we're going to break off, and then we're going to talk food. We're going to our segment. Yeah. We call it In the Kitchen. So we've got a culinary school, Paragon, and I've got yeah. two of my graduates here. One of my, um, you know, matri- you know, basically the guys that have really helped come up over the years and really backed me up, my right-hand, left-hand man. We're going to put together a beautiful little holiday hors d'oeuvre for you. What's one thing before we break off that you would like people to know about you and what you're doing right now? Well, for me at this point in my life, I mean, 37, 38 years in, it's all about giving back. It's training other people. It's the next generation. It's fostering, like you said, building bridges between cultures, between people, bringing in all kinds of new people, new talent, training them, and about getting the message out, helping others, whether it's the missionary work across the world or training people right here to get great jobs. It's all about giving back and helping people. What better way to do that than with food? Amen. It's like the the tables, the whole getting together around the table. God bless you. We're going to come back. Here's one thing I like to do because you know these gents better than we will ever. All right. Um, Give us a good intro to what we're about to see in this next segment. Absolutely. So we're going to have a fall-style hors d'oeuvre. So this is a pumpkin polenta uh, crustini. It's got a little smoked duck and stuff. We're going to talk to Nate and Bobby. So Nathaniel Timms and Bobby Jackson are 
Two of my big guys. Bobby's basically my right-hand man. He's everywhere I'm not. If I'm at the school, he teaches at the school. He works the distillery. He even works the coffee shop in the church with me. He's everywhere. So he's my, like, my doppelganger guy. And uh, he, they're going to they're gonna show you what they did. But it was all about the season. We wanted to match the whole holiday season. And the cocktail later on in the show matches that. So it all goes together for one big party. And you have a team here with you tonight. Can yeah. you spend 30 seconds talking about what people can of see course, coming up here? Of course. So that's a TV show. So I was so honored when they approached me. But Fast TV Network approached me and said, hey, will you do a show called Moonshine Highway? And go around and visit all those guys, like those distillers and all those little communities. The first episode we did the we did Manitou Springs, we did the coffin races, we talked about Black Bear Distillery. Now we're going out, we're going to visit everybody else, and having a you know big part in the in the state organization, the guild for the distillers. I'm basically visiting my friends. This is going to be a blast. We're gonna, it's not just about moonshine. It's all craft, handmade, artisan spirits. What do you guys call it? Is, is it hyper? Hyper local. That's, yep. that's what we're doing, hyper local. That, that's very cool. And this teeny little uh, hyper local broadcast here, the Modern Eater, might make an appearance. Oh, yeah. In one of these episodes. I have a feeling. They need to stay tuned. I think, I think that's cool. All right, you stand by because Dr. Victor Matthews is here Love in the guys. house, Thank man. You, Thank you, Dr. So uh, Thank you. No, yeah, you stick around. We're yeah. going to take a break. We're going to come right back. This is a great broadcast. We have a nice uh, group of folks here tonight. I'm going to ask you what you think of Studio Kitchen Colorado when we come back. All right. Uh, but it's an interesting night. All's well in the world. It's a beautiful fall evening. It's November, and we're going to keep it going right here from Studio Kitchen Colorado on the Modern Eater Show on the iHeart Network. Hey, Greg, that was an aw- another awesome segment. Holy cow. Man, and, and Brian got his uh, Thanksgiving goose. I mean, everything's, everything's working out. Hey, look, I've got one of my best friends in the whole industry, Rebecca Berry. She's now at, where are you at now? I'm at 4th, Rich. And speaking of being goosed, you know you and I have a play on words. <laughs> Don't get goosed by your insurance this year. Seriously. Oh, so true. I appreciate you having me on. Um, our job here, you guys, is to protect you within the industry on suitor rates, on workman's comp, on everything involved in the hospitality industry. So we're looking at compliance, protecting you from things you don't know of. Soft tissue injury. Your guy is playing basketball on a Sunday, comes in, lifts a box, suddenly is injured. We got you. So let's talk a little bit more about that. We got about 30 seconds. Yep, yep, yep. No, this is going to be awesome. You know, right now we're talking about that time of the year where ways to run your business more efficiently, this is definitely one of them. So you guys want to look at fourth. We've had a major merger with hot schedules, which most of the industry knows. We're scheduling compliance, but now we are absolutely getting you compliant from end to end with all hospitality solutions. Hey, we're going to be right back. Your gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. 
You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, chef friends, it's Little Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips, served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting foods, you must use Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Available through Shamrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, use Colorado Mills. Hey, it's Chef Elon Wenzel, owner of Element Knife Company. If you cook, then you'll know the importance of a quality knife and proper care. My training in Japan exposed me to exceptional cutlery. That's why I am so excited to offer you the knives I fell in love with. Element Knife Company is chef-driven, and my goal is to support and educate. Get at me for a knife clinic or conversation. Find me at elementknife.com or by simply calling 303-460-460. 4628. For the best knives in your kitchen, think Element Knife Company. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back here for Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Proud Souls is woman authority of all things barbecue. Do you rule your neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue? From beginners to pit masters, Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pit masters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape, and a variety of blends. Hit their website, ProudSoulsBBQ.com, for delicious hands-on barbecue classes and get information on current promotions and deals. For the best... Ten seconds. Locally owned and operated on 25th and Federal, there are guys. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. That's ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me now! We're coming back. Is the Modern Eater Show. That's right, boy! And now it's time for In the Kitchen. How am I supposed to keep on feeding you? Kill people? Rocky by. Proud Souls Barbecue and Provisions. Award-winning competition cooks and purveyors of specialty barbecue supplies right here in Denver, Colorado. ProudSoulsBBQ.com. Feed me all night. Because it makes it we can do it all night long. We can do it. I can eat, <laughs> drink, have fun, t- good times, friends, family. This is the family we want to hang out on, on with uh, for things. It really is. Right? This is my functional family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, no ties there. Uh, back to it. And uh, Dr. Victor Matthews, thanks for coming hey, back right hey, here. Hey, Paragon hey. right now, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Paragon Culinary School. And here's the guys right here. And we got Nate Timms and Bobby Jackson. Bobby, welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Nate. Thank good to you. see you guys. All right. Uh, let's come on. Let's go, Victor. We got to uh, really show. First of all, thirty seconds on the cooking school. Okay, so Paragon is a small elite private school. Do everything hands on. Takes a couple years. The goal is to train people for real, like real world. We put real pressure on them. They have a twenty-four hour practical at the end. 
they have just crazy training. And so they get out there in the world, and they have a much higher chance of success. Okay, what are we training for? Is this novices, or are these folks that want to get into a kitchen? Yeah, they want to do everything. Most of them want to own their own place or be master chefs one day. They have big dreams like these guys. Nice. So we're training everything. We're not just training hotline. We're training pastry. We're training service, wine, bar, everything. Is this accredited? Yes, yeah, so we're accredited by the VA, a lot of, lot of vets involved, and, and the state and all kinds of other organizations, not federal, because they wanted us to be like core curriculum style, kind of like a community college, and we're the opposite of that. We only do one thing. We just do it really, really well. Gotcha. Where are you located, though? So we're down, in the, we're down in Colorado Springs. Our offices are off Garden of the Gods. Our main place that we're working out of is Briarhurst Manor. It's a beautiful facility. It's a 140-year-old sort of like American castle yeah. that's in Manitou Springs. Yeah. Then we've got the distillery. So we do distillery classes. with only culinary school in America with distillery wow. training. And we have a big following in Colorado Springs. So please uh, take a listen to this. But these gents right here. So what capacity? You guys work for the culinary school? So uh, uh, I do a little bit of everything. I know he mentioned I'm kind of his right hand. So I run the distillery. I'm the senior instructor at the school. Um, I deal with people like him all the time. Bobby, you're the guy who answers <laughs> his phone all the time is what it is. And you probably Sometimes. live close to the school. I, I'm three minutes away from the <laughs> That's school. That's terrible, yeah. man. you got to change that. Uh, I would rather be three <laughs> minutes away from the distillery and 15 minutes away from the school, but I'm working on switching that. Nate, what's up? It looks like you're loving what you're doing. So we got pumpkin polenta rounds, we got a smoked duck, we got a pumpkin spice tzatziki sauce, a little bit of cranberry, goat cheese with some cinnamon, and then top with some basil garnish. Oh my goodness! Very, very holiday, very seasonal. Greg, let me jump in and ask Nate. What, according to the school, what made you want to go? What, what made you want to tie in with these guys? All right, so being a vet, prior military, the kitchen world, it goes hand in hand. They are like identical. You know what I mean? You got people shooting at you in the army, and then you got chefs throwing frying pans at you <laughs> in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Very similar. And people that want their time. food are pretty demanding. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. You know what I mean? High stress environment. It's it's a lot of fun though. It's I don't know. Everything. I love it. To be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love serving people too. I love that the whole service aspect and making people happy with food. He did extremely well too. He's valedictorian. So graduated school first in his class and all that. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Do you mind if I make that vet tie-in real quick? Because I think it's very important to uh, folks that are, are coming home from serving this uh, great country that have done so well, to have those types of things that they can fall, uh, 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 fall back on as, as uh, a part of a skill that is just completely opposite of what they were trained to do. I think that's very valuable to be able to offer. So what we've found, or what I've found anyway, is vets that come into the school that have had some issues coming home and have, have trouble. Yeah, integrating back into society, sure. They, they find the stress level convenient because it's similar, mm-hmm. but they have an outlet to put something out there and make people happy. Um, like Nate, uh, he did extremely well in school. He, he finished our teaching post-grad program before he graduated. Wow. So he helps teach as well. Um, and most of our vet students are like that. They just go. Yeah. Well, it sort of chokes you up. I got to believe that because, yeah. I mean, what you're giving back is I, w- when you were going down that road of someone who is in, for these guys that are in combat and these guys who are serving in our military, because it's not, it's not like it used to be. No. You're, if you go into the military, you will see some active duty most likely. Yeah. And, and the reality is, is to come out of that stress and to 
to deal with that. Where do you channel that stuff? And I, I loved how you said that, Bobby. Yep. And Two minutes. it was actually put to me like that by a student. I have a way to put it out there and not hold it in. Can I give a good crossover? It's interesting because I, the folks that serve in our military, it's just that. It's a sense of servitude, serving for the country. I see the same thing in culinary. It's a, it's a sense of servitude that where you want to make people happy. You want to take care of people. You want to be that person. The jump across from military to culinary is really not that far. And I love that. And for you guys to do that and to harness a place to go, a soft landing, wow. I mean, kudos to you guys. The, the exact job might be different, but the skill sets are very similar. Yeah, the mindset. You know, how, how, how you work under pressure and having a focus for your talents and all those type of things. But, so the vets do very well at the school. It, it's, it's always been like that, by the way. Escoffier was a vet. It's always been like that. I didn't know that. The original setup of the kitchen is done like the brigade system, so it's I, set up just like that. Ah, so, yeah. man, we got to do a long form. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're guys, coming back sure. towards the end yeah. of the show, so stay tuned. Totally, but we're going in a different hat with Black Bear Distillery. They're, you're going to come up in the uh, last segment here of the show. You guys are great. Uh, I'd love for you guys to come in the kitchen. We'll get some vets. We'll do some demo stuff. This will be fun. Greg, can you tell great. us real quick, what is on that, Nate? So this is the pumpkin polenta yeah. round with the pumpkin spice, tzatziki sauce, you, smoked sir. duck. So kind of like a sandwich meat in a sense, but sliced super thin, right? And then we got the um, cranberry cinnamon goat cheese and basil on top. 20 seconds. How can folks get a hold of you? Oh, and we're all over the Internet. So Black Bear Distillery is a .com and Facebook. Paragon Culinary School is a .com and Facebook. I'm everywhere. Chef Victor Matthews pop up all over the world. It's easy to find us. Easy to find us. The the whole whole TV show, easy to find us on uh, moonshinehighway.com, all that stuff as well. We're going to do more. Okay, coming up next hour. we got a great next hour for you, but it's going to be a little heavy on uh, booze and uh, beer. So (laughs) stick around for that. We'll see you in the next hour. That's not bad. (laughs) Okay, get a load of this, Greg. Get a load of this. We call it the Culinary Church, right? John has not been mobile in all this time, so he comes down, and what happens? He gets healed. Way to go, John. Man, and you know, I was thinking for a minute you were going to be shorter than me. So, dang. You know, praise the Lord. Dang. I I missed my chance. So tell us uh, what's happening over at Gluten-Free Things. Well, you know, we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. And, you know, that's our big time of the year. We start doing pre-orders from last uh, Monday. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, uh, end them today. And then we'll, we'll have actually Monday at noon. So then we start baking Monday for Tuesday, Tuesday for Wednesday. Wow. Uh, we will be uh, going through probably about 500 pies. We'll be going through. Now we got cupcakes. Uh, we got, our, of course, all of our bread. I'll probably go through about 1,000 dinner rolls. Uh, oh, yeah, my gosh. You guys are eating tonight. So a lot of things is like my pitas we're actually eating tonight with the cranberry jalapeno yep, sauce yep. from the brucey. Everyone's wolfing those down. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but we're this this year is going to be so crazy. Uh, we're 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 growing really really fast. Well, and so the thing is that um, you know. It's great. I'm I'm really blessed to have all this, you know, good business and stuff. But Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I'll, I'll be glad when noon at Wednesday is off. That's one of those days where you sit there and you're you're neck deep in it, and you're like, and I begged for this, I prayed for, I wanted this. What was I thinking? And everyone in this industry has always had that moment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it's uh, you know we've got some great stuff. We've got great customers. I got my all my return customers. I got my new customers. 
you know, it's just, yeah. it's one of the things where uh, I'll tell you, we've worked really hard this year to finalize all of our products. Now we're going to start uh, doing kind of like you know moving out with respect to new packaging. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might come out, come with a couple new products and things like that, but you know, bread wise, like we've made a bigger loaf of bread. I wanted to start adding my multigrain. Uh, last thing is my sourdough. I'd like to do, but I haven't got that yet. And you know, just we're just going to keep on expanding. Well, the sourdough you can do that in two tw- in twenty twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And this has got to be good, great for your business because oh, yeah. you've got people coming in for the holidays, eating with family. They they discover your product, yeah. and then they're going back to load up to go back oh, home. Had, yeah, I had a lady from San Diego uh, who I shipped to, you know, because I ship all the United States. Because we've got sixty restaurants now. And then we just got the Pepsi Center here about a month or so ago. Nice. And hopefully that's going to lead into Dick's Sporting Goods. But the thing is that, uh, <laughs> you know, we got a lot of restaurants, a lot of great people like Abruci's on uh, 23rd and Youngfield. Oh, great They place. do our, you know, gluten-free tiramisu's using all of our products. But the thing is, like, the lady from San Diego called up today and goes, oh, man, I've been in your place. I buy your stuff and everything else. I'm going to put an order in. So they go right online, order it, pick it up next t- uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, I got a lot of loyal customers. I got a lot of great customers, you know. You know, and and besides the sales that are nice, here's what happens with gluten free. It was my experience when I was making gluten free yeah. products. Is truly the family now with your products. Yeah. The, all the family is included and together, and they're eating without compromise. And it's not like me eating what I can eat versus what the rest of the family can eat. Well, you know, that, that's the whole thing with respect to one of the things that one of my goals were, one of my specifications was from the very, very beginning was that I wanted to make sure, what I saw was that celiacs would actually eat cardboard. They literally eat anything just to get substance. The problem is that the people who didn't have to eat gluten-free had to suffer. Mm-hmm. No it. one was happy. So what I, yeah, no one was happy. So <laughs> yeah. What I wanted to do was I wanted to have stuff that non-gluten-free people could eat and enjoy and didn't even know that it was gluten-free, and the celiacs, you know, yeah. would, uh, uh, see that. So it's, it's one of the things where, and also, too, you know, back several years ago, our stuff is all gluten-free and vegan. So I kept on having customers. Very important. Yeah, I had customers that had dairy and, and egg issues. So we're completely uh, vegan on everything we do. Even the icing on our cupcakes is vegan. Wow! And uh, you know, it's just—I mean, I, I got—I got most everybody covered. You know, with except for people that are allergic to rice flour or tapioca. There's somebody that's allergic, but most of the people uh, now I'm actually getting a big uh, vegan following. That's not even gluten free. That, and that's a huge market. That is a huge. I, I, w- I would venture to say even bigger than I than agree. their heart. That your yes, true yes, celiac. yes, yes, yes. Because the vegans take have a choice. They they are the ones yeah. who who actually uh, kind of like lifestylers in the in the gluten free business, but the vegan people actually um, are ones who elect to eat yeah. non animal byproduct stuff. And I used to use the honey, which you know I, I had my graham crackers. We we eliminated that. Uh, so everything we do is vegan. So I kind of follow that vegan. You know that vegan direction. Even though I'm not personally vegan, but I, my wife actually, you know, I've eaten a lot. You eat a steak or two. Oh, God, you're not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) But I actually, you know, there actually, I'll tell you this: the whole go. Like I've tried like some uh, different alternative meats and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, Mm -hmm. and actually, I want to get because when I go and eat breads and stuff like that, I want to find out what those things taste like so I can simulate them. And in that kind of thing, like you know, like Impossible Burger, the Beyond Burger, and things like that. So, 
So, you know, I mean, I just try to expand as an engineer. I try to expand my knowledge. I try to expand what my products do. And the last thing is I, what I do on my products is I do what I do well, and I do a lot of it. I don't try to go outside that. That's exactly what to do. Hey, John, thank you so nah, much. No problem at all. Happy Thanksgiving. Part of the family. We will be right back. Don't go anywhere. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh boy, the holidays are coming fast. And yes, I know you've been getting busier and busier, and I'm aware you might want to put off your new kitchen or bath project till later. I know that. But as it is every year, it's my job to keep all of our people busy right through the holidays into the new year. So, can we entice you to call now, order now, and install later? Hmm? This is Todd Chikini. Okay, here's what we'll do. We'll make you a business offer. If you call now and take a look, and then decide to go ahead with your full kitchen or bath project, we'll reduce the retail price by a full 15%. But you have to understand, will only be doing this for a short time. That's right, Todd. That means the folks will get a beautiful new look in their kitchen or bath at a time that works for them, and we'll keep all our people busy right through the so-called slow time of year. Perfect. Kitchens, baths, counters, and floors, and even replacement windows and doors, you have our word. We'll treat you right at Dunright. 303-722-2295, 800-362-8370, or drhi.com. Denver's Talk Station, 630 KHOW. The following is a paid advertisement. The opinions, viewpoints, and promises made during the following program are not those of KHOW, its staff, management, or parent company, iHeartMedia Incorporated. How about a bite to eat? It's time for the second course, hour number two of The Modern Eater. What are you hungry for? Here's to a meal we're all here for. Delicious and tasty. Now we're getting to the good stuff. With your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. I love our number two. That that camera doesn't look like it's on us, though, Brian, does it? It looks like it's pointed up towards the ceiling. It is pointed up towards the well, ceiling. I mean, what? You, right there, Dave, that, that, this like, camera that's supposed to be right on us there. That, ten guys. Are we, are we looking at the ceiling on that one? Yeah. We got some fans and... Hey, there's good food out there. Everyone's wow, eating, man. We've got, we've got some gluten-free things rolling right at us here. Uh, gluten-free. Uh, I got to do this. So... Thanksgiving, right, Brian? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, welcome back. We're on uh, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, Periscope Live. Go to themoderneater.com. That's all you need. To In do. Rocky Mountain, Colorado, babe. Just watch us live. I think it's pretty watch cool. Uh, and thank you for tuning in, our radio audience on 630 KHOW. Here's the deal. Thanksgiving's upon us, right? You got to host people. It is, it is. Or you're going to people's houses. Do you have any food allergies, Brian? You know, yeah, I've been actually lately. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a gluten free thing. Are you really? Yeah, I know yeah. you are. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying it out. I'm seeing how the pants fit. So uh, a lot of times when you go to someone's house, they don't accommodate for any allergies. Gluten free. Uh, well, I yes see I a lot yes of gluten free people in the corner going, "I can't do anything." I know. Yes, it, I'm gonna eat that. the turkey. That's it. But why do you have to do that? You can have delicious bread. You can have all kinds of delicious Listen, man, desserts. it's hard to find gluten-free stuff. And if you find it, it's usually filled with all kinds of fillers and sugar. Why would you want to go down that road? Well, there are a lot of people out there that pose as gluten-free, and they make gluten-free products. But truly, the best stuff that I know, his name's John Urban and Gluten-Free Things. John Urban, Gluten-Free Things. What's going on, my friend? Well, just, you know, here tonight having a good time. Of my buddy Marvin from Abruci's. You're half and the man you used to be, first of all. You're yeah, looking good, John. Irvin. Yeah, well, you know. Are you going gluten-free yourself, Johnny? 
No, I just broke my ankle, so I, it's one of the things that... Well, but you're getting skinnier, so does that mean you can't run to the fridge as many times? Is that got, what it is? That it's, is exactly It's slowing it you down from I'm the... Sleep, <laughs> I've been sleeping on the couch since September 1st. Oh, Johnny, so sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's, it's a tough life, especially being an old guy and you break... Well, wait, but being both. the owner and chef in the kitchen, that makes it even tougher. Yeah, it's been, it's been difficult to run around on my cart in my uh, bakery and stuff, but... Slowly but surely, I'm coming back. Now, Brian, we had this conversation the other night in the kitchen. There's kind of a private conversation, but I said John's the salt of the earth. I, and yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. One of the hardest working guys. I mean, well, he's a true entrepreneur is what I'll say. And, and he loves what he does, and he does it well. A, a engineer by trade. Uh, education, very highly educated, but went into the gluten-free business. For those that don't know you, John, and I think that if you've listened to this show for any extended period of time, you know who John Irvin is. But I'd love you for you to just uh, take 30 seconds to talk about gluten-free things. Well, gluten-free things is actually was started in uh, actually in the middle of 2010 when I got laid off as an engineer uh, for the second time. We were in the wastewater treatment business. Uh, my wife actually said that I should go into food. And uh, I told her I never would because I. Well, she's gluten free. She is gluten free right. also, but the pr- funny thing about it is I never thought I would do that. And uh, old friend of mine, uh, we started uh, doing gluten free J- July of 2010. He got sick at the end of uh, 2011. I decided to go out on my own, and, or you know, I'd spent a lot of time and energy and all that kind of good stuff, and uh, so started developing the gluten free and uh, it, from. 2000, uh, January 2012 until t- basically 2000, middle first 2013. Couldn't really find the right combination of things, and, and so I threw all my recipes out and I started back over and uh, re kind of instead of trying to oh, trying to reinvent the wheel, I decided to go my own invent invent a new mousetrap, and that's how we started coming up with our stuff. And then in 2015. With the vegan, with eggs, got to be $45 for 15 dozen. You could get one box. Uh, decided to go ahead and go vegan with everything. Because that was a smart, actual, uh, very smart, because those two groups of people are very uh, parallel. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, is that Rich was pull, uh, just, we were talking about it earlier. Little Rich. Was, yeah, Little Rich. Uh, that with respect to gluten-free, gluten-free is kind of one of the things where it's not as big of an industry as the vegan industry. And the vegan people actually... Uh, choose to be go to the vegan route. Yeah. Gluten free is kind of like on a smaller scale. Uh, you know they have to celiacs especially, but the vegan like you think about it now. You know with uh, uh, the Impossible Burgers, the Beyond Burgers, and all the other different meat substitutes. Uh, Burg, I'm not burking. Uh, 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 Kentucky Fried Chicken. Is coming out with some stuff, and so what I'm get out of here. I didn't even hear that. Oh yeah, so we're gonna have free vegan. That's your lane. That's that's our thing. It's a dedicated gluten-free vegan bakery in Arvada. Gluten-free things, a lot of great products that you have, but it it really it strikes me because Brian, we've walked into gluten-free things and we've seen their customers. It's a daunting thing when you cannot have foods that other people enjoy, whether it be pizza, hoagies. Rolls, dinner. I mean, well, dinner. cupcakes and Cup. 
cookies. Uh, you know, think about this. They it goes, cried. They've it, cried. It goes and deep. I've yeah. seen them cry because this is something that people want to have in their lives. And it's the texture. It reminds I mean, it could be their childhood. Whatever the reasons may be, you're offering a product that people really enjoy and love. And testament to that is this gentleman right here, Marvin Williams. Uh Abrucci's. Abrucci's Fire and Vine. It's a place that I love to go. Italian restaurant. I think Italian restaurant, you have 20% of your clients that are actually gluten-free. Italian, gluten-free. What? It blows my mind. Well, you got you got to be able to cater to everybody, and you want to be able to, to take care of them in a way that doesn't matter if they're celiac or if they're just, you know, looking at gluten-free, you know, to, to lose some weight. Um, but we're there to make it the best that we can and the most safest that we can, and it's easy when you got great products like John. I love what you said about losing weight. Is that true, John? Because I figure that uh, with gluten-free, you're getting more sugar, you're getting more... Uh, salt. You're getting a, a no, lot of different ingredients that make up for that for that flavor and gluten. Is that true? Well, one of the things is I think that what happens is it's a little bit of a myth. Gluten free actually has about the same amount of carbs. Okay, but what happens is that when people go on a gluten free diet, they eat more meats, vegetables, truly natural gluten free things. In in our uh, with our breads and all everything that we do, we minimize all the salt. We minimize the amount of sugar. I minimize all the ingredients and stuff, but what we try to do is we try to kind of like be the BASF of, of the gluten-free business. We don't make the final product. That's what Marvin does. We just make it taste better. Yeah, so Marvin, what do you do with this product? So we do, I mean, basically everything in the restaurant. I mean, so in terms of the bread, um, the pizza dough, the, the, um, the, the hoagie rolls, uh, we do a great job of offering the people that come into our restaurant a gluten-free option where they know they're confident in getting it it's not just a side item can i make a note sure you have a dedicated portion to your kitchen that's gluten-free yeah so the whole salad line is gluten-free um we have a separate station for the water you have an, we do a, the a gluten-free fryer and we have a different gluten-free fryer so all of our all of our chips all of our uh, wings all of the fries all those go in the gluten-free fryer our gluten-free calamari all that um, we make all of our meatballs gluten-free so even people that aren't gluten-free are eating gluten-free meatballs and they just think it's amazing yeah. Uh, one okay. thing I'll say about that, their market share is growing. So you guys, congratulations because you're you in a that, place. Brian, food service. So, Brian, question to you. In, in, in food service, before we're up against a break, in food service, what do you do when chefs are like, I'll just do things traditionally gluten-free, make sure that it just doesn't have gluten products in that, meats, so on and so forth. What do you do with seeing now the growth showing success? with Abruci's Fire and Vine and Marvin Williams saying 20% of our business is this. Can you ignore that anymore? No, I don't think you. And I'm, I'm encouraging people to market to it because I'll tell you, one of the things that's frustrating to me that I love going to Abruci's Fire and Vine for is, is they're telling me that it's gluten-free as opposed to somebody just saying, oh, there shouldn't be any gluten in that yeah. because it's a salad. And you never know what's in the dressing, what's in the cheese. Right. I, so I encourage people, label it. If it's gluten-free, transparency is what it's all about. What do you got for us, boys? So I've actually made uh, a couple turkey sandwiches because I thought with Thanksgiving there's always going to be leftovers. That and so relish forth. is off the hook, And so man. we did a cranberry and uh, sweet and spicy cranberry and jalapeno uh, relish, which is awesome. And then we also did a bourbon bacon jam. And uh, both of these... Are incredible. They're going to go great with your sandwiches. Easy to make, um, but the fact is, the gluten-free bread is incredible as well. You can slice it off, toast it, 
and it's just a great alternative. Blows my mind that that's gluten free, John. I mean, oh yeah, no, that that bread is the that's the bread. That cranberry sauce is phenomenal. Yeah, that, Jay that, Parker, what does John Irvin's gluten free things and glutenfreethings.com do to you? Uh, it, it, it does a lot when I coerce him to bring me cookies. Did you bring me any of your gluten-free cookies? We've got a little thing where it's like he'll take $10 from me. You know what I mean? Like I, and I feel good doing it. Yeah. But I say, bring me a bag of cookies. I'll give you a 10 spot. Oh, so that's God. what he does. He, he brings me the ones, you know, that I, I guess are a little bit less desirable. That's for, a good $10 for, bag. Jay, you like ugly food, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, You're all I about mean, it, baby. Come on now. Oh, my God. Listen, that, I mean, that is who I am. I mean, that's my life. Broken. In, it just in visual, visualized in gluten-free, gluten-free world. If yeah, you could visualize me in my life, there. Well, it is. I'm just going to take these since these aren't good enough for you. I'm going to just take. No, these I bags. got a ten spot burning a hole in my pocket yeah. for that bag. Hey, Marvin Williams, you're a sweetheart of a guy, and you're always here to support us and gluten-free things. And a Brucey's Fire and Vine. First of all, that's it. I mean, location. Where are you at? We're at 2200 Youngfield Street in our Arva- or in you, Lakewood. If you How haven't been, beautiful, God, beautiful yeah, restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. To, to say a nice thing about John Irvin here. We would not be successful without John. John is such an uh, integral part of our business. So nice. That I mean, it's just it's not just quality product. It's the consistency. It's the dedication that makes it easy for us to offer such a great product. Yeah, listen up. If you're in the restaurant industry, 20 percent of their business, Italian restaurant, man, that's tough. Uh, John Irvin, gluten-free things. First of all, full disclosure, you've supported our local community for a long time. Put up or shut up. You've put up. Yep. Thank Those you, John. dollars Thank mean you. everything to all of us. Great product, great person, great family. Peg, she's, she's it. Uh, I don't even know how you did that. Where is she? Peg she's right her. over here. She's there she you. is, right there. Uh, this is the good stuff. Gluten-free things accommodate the folks that are coming to your holiday parties. And this is how you can do it. Gluten-free things in Arvada. It's across from which high school? Arvada West. Arvada West. What's the address? 64th and Sims, Arvada West. Go to our website, glutenfreethings.com. And uh, wait till you, one thing is, wait till you have that tiramisu. I can't wait. That is mean. Can He's I order up. online, John? You can order online. We ship uh, all, all you know, 48 states. We have 60 restaurants, Pepsi Center. Uh, we're about ready to get uh, Dick's Sporting Good, hopefully, with, with respect to them. and yeah. uh, So we got a lot of, a lot of, we're growing really well. He's on demand. He's the salt of the earth. He's a man of his word, and he's a man of honor. He's but I like great. Pepper better. Great. <laughs> <laughs> John Irvin, gluten-free things. Peg Irvin, thank you, guys. Thank so, you, thank you. So much. All right, we're coming back. John Hinman's making an appearance. First appearance on the Modern Eater Show. This is going to be cool. He's my cherry pie. He's my cherry pie. Coming up next, this is going to be fun times right here. The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thanks, Greg. I got to say, John Irvin, that was the largest dime bag I've ever seen in my life. I'm looking at that, and you know what I'm thinking? We need to get Royal Crest as a sponsor here. Yeah, you put that in a bowl and put some milk on it. I'm in. Oh, my God. (laughs) I am in. I've got next to me. Denver's favorite butcher, uh, Justin Brunson. Yeah. What's the, so what's shaking? The word on the street, something's happening. Yeah, so we just opened up uh, our first butcher shop at Lever's Local Vor. We're up on 38th and Clay in the Highlands neighborhood, right between the Highlands and uh, Sunnyside. Uh, Full-service butcher shop. 
great local meats. Uh, we also have everything affordable. You can buy a $3 steak or you can buy a $50 steak. You can get whatever you want in there. How about aging? You're doing some aging? Yeah, we're doing dry-aged beef as well. And then yeah. we have all of your favorite River Bear products as well. So you can get sausages, bacon, our whole line of deli meats as well, um, all made here in Denver, Colorado. This is the guy. I'm going to tell you, if you're a last-minute shopper like me, and you, you still haven't figured out what you're going to do for Thanksgiving, <laughs> go see Justin. Get him. Get, we got lots of turkeys left for Thanksgiving, uh, breasts, legs, whole birds. You can do either or. Um, so come and get it. We'll be back. Thanks. Encore Energy and Brian Rizzuto can do just that, save you money. Give Brian a call, 720-245-5771. Maybe 45 seconds until I read. A ton of natural gas. This is how you save money. Get a free savings review from Brian Rizzuto and Encore Energy. Call Brian at 720-245-5771. Save 10 to 20% on your natural gas bill right now. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for 15. Look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And if you get hungry while you're sipping on some drinks, they've got the best food truck line in town. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays. Five seconds in it. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. All right, you guys, back to the show in just a second, but it's that time. It's bread time. It's my favorite time of the day. Bread on everything. Bread sandwiches. You, you put bacon on bread. You put cheese on bread. And the best bread, uh, one of the best breads in the city is Aspen Baking and AspenBaking.com. No preservatives, no additives, no artificial anything. It's just uh, butter. It's sugar. It's gluten. Ironic, right, that we just got off of the gluten-free train. However, listen, man, whatever you're into, whatever your life is, if you want gluten, then you go to Aspen Baking Company. If you don't, you go to, you go to uh, gluten-free things. AspenBaking.com is the place. If you need catering, they cater. They do box lunches. Now, reach out to the folks over at AspenBaking.com. Here's the website, and then back to the show, AspenBaking.com. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> this is Justin Brunson, Ultra Meat and Cheese in Denver Central Market. I'm a meat guy. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in love. It's, uh, we're coming into the holiday season, and you're getting in, David, with everything. Uh, family is, you know, it's tough. I'm just going to say it's tough. But it's all what we make it, man. It we is all what you endless make. possibilities, and attitude, man. and mindset, and uh, the, is everything. We got to walk away from the, the past and open the door to anything we want. Biker Jim exactly. Pittenger is rejoining us right oh, now. Hey, oh hey, oh hi, oh hi, oh hi, oh, hi. oh okay. man, you should. Oh who? <laughs> oh who? Oh, oh why? Oh when? Uh, Are you why? ready for a cherry pie, there, my friend? Do I get a whole cherry pie to myself? Damn right. Uh, uh, he's our cherry pie. Gym, yes. Hey, John Hinman, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you very this much. This is the first time I've actually had you in front of me. We have mics on, it's talking. It's good to have you. Thank you very much. I and uh, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. It's, a, it's a, one of those times of year to where it's, uh, I think it's kids, it's kids time of year, right? No, it is Hinman's no. Bakery time yeah, of year. Right now, this has got to be, this is, yeah, this is high time is for a pie. Pie time. <laughs> I love it. I love the pies. What'd you bring here with us? Today, I brought us some toffee pecan pie, some pumpkin pie, some cherry pie, and uh, an apple pie. What's your favorite? 
My favorite pie is cherry pie. Is cherry it? pie is the one that started it all for me. Oh, my goodness. Can all we right. have, like, a pie-eating contest with you, man? Could we do – could we blow it out and have, like, Hinman's Bakery pie-eating contest? Let's do it. Actually, Big modern eater, you can line them all up right here. Yeah, Biker <laughs> Gym pie dog-eating contest with the dessert contest Ooh, right, right behind it. I like this. Hot dog this is a pie kind of deal. Five minutes hot dogs, five minutes pies? Yeah. This can get really dirty really fast. Guys, we're all hype right now, but there's actually folks out there that are listening and going, you know what? You know, forget you guys. I got nothing. Get no out one, of I got here. Nothing. I may be in the new city. I may have some problems with my family. You know, family stuff sometimes. Situations. Life's tough. Holidays, are, holidays tend to be a bit of a bitch it, most it, of the time. Yeah. I, mean, I, you know? I, I truly agree. And sometimes you, you, you turn to drugs and alcohol. Sometimes you turn to uh, a, a little Not these boys right across from us. These guys are true pillars of our community. Well, that's true what pillars. I want to ask. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like leading towers of pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you might have started there, but everything that might be ugly is really beautiful inside. Come on no, now. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about, Greg. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, you know, I, I did not have good training. I spent uh, most of my time trying to escape where I was at, you know. Um, I, I, and Thanksgiving especially is one of those most horrible times Thank for you. me. Yeah. You know, um, living on the streets, you know, and, and not having enough food to eat, you know, especially this holiday. Yeah. Um, you know, there wasn't a lot that I was thankful for back then. Yeah. You know, and for me right now, one of the most secure feelings I can have is to look into my fridge and see a full fridge. Wow. See a full larder. I feel like all's right in the Powerful. world Powerful. because of that. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. Um, so I escaped off into mostly drugs. Um, you know, I thought I'd get into drugs and women, but that didn't work out as well. So just yeah, drugs. one's a little more powerful just, and easier drugs. than the other. Yeah. I want to do this though, and you know, I wish we had long form time. And John, I want to sit down with you long form. I think you're a very interesting man. Um, if we could just talk, say you had 30 seconds, and we could capsulize that, and you wanted to talk to folks that were like, okay, you know what, things are tough for you right now. You may be in a tough position with drugs and alcohol. You obviously lead up a lot of things because of your life and sobriety and being with Chow. Um, I'm not really sure what the acronym for Chow is. So Chow stands for uh, Culinary, Hospitality, Outreach, and Wellness. Which is so needed. But and what do you say with folks that, uh, that would like 30 terrible. seconds of your time to say, there's a voice. There's something for you. And... I think you're a great steward of that voice. Jeez. Um, you know, in, in, in 30 seconds, how do I explain how I live today? You're not compared? alone. I'm not alone. Not alone. You can no, take I a minute. I have a bounty of, of friends. So, like, every day is like Thanksgiving for me. You know, I, I might live alone, but I am not alone in my life, you know. And I'm open with my life, and I'm not afraid to share. And that's a huge thing. Um, with Chow, that's kind of the main point of Chow is to get people together to hear your story coming out of somebody else's mouth, the power of that to realize that you're not alone is huge. So and those that are alone, though, and, and I don't mean to be sobering right now, but I think it's a very important point. We're going to cut this out. I think this can be a great standalone. For those that are alone and say, you know what, John, great. You have a lot of friends. You have a lot of family. I don't. Is Chow that outlet? Well, Chow was started for people in the restaurant community, yeah. you know, to, to come and talk about what's going on with them. You know, we are in this great hosp hospitality industry where we are making your Thanksgiving dinners. But behind that, 4,000 people are in the restaurant business are committing suicide a year. 
you know, just to serve you your wonderful Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's a really tough thing to, uh, to, to swallow. Well, isn't there a correlation to, I mean, John, on that is it, it was, isn't one of the outlets for people who really have depression about how do I make everyone happy around me yeah, that's as opposed to deflecting about making me happy. Being a pleaser. Yeah. And so it's the industry really attracts. I mean, and it's hard because these people put their passion, right? I mean, you two built businesses. You built your careers off of passion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Jim, what do you, what do you do with folks that say, I just want to know what the the next step is? Well, the next step is to, you know, as tough as it may seem is realize once so many people feel the same way you do. Mm -hmm. You know, there are communities out there of people that, you know, have been where you're at, feel the way that you do, have been able to find some recovery from that, whether it's depression, whether it's addiction, whether it's, you know, gambling, sex, whatever you use to escape from from what's going on inside, um, and reach out and talk to these people and find out that you're not terminally unique, that what what you're living with, so many people live with. One of, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a podcast with... um, Tony Robbins one time and Russell Brand and Tony Robbins is talking about how he works with presidents of countries and CEOs and they all feel that, you know, that soul deadening gravity filled world on occasion. And what it takes is practice to not succumb to that. It's it's kind of retraining your brain in a way. You know, you are not your brain. I I don't walk around thinking those dark things as much as I used to. You know, and they still crop up every day. Every morning I wake up and I'm like chained to my bed. I do not want to get up and get going, you know, and then I just got to get up and I pick up the phone and call somebody usually or I take a minute to myself. and Well, and you don't have to even have someone, right, John? I mean, you can find solace in, I mean, like we were our guests before doctor was saying find it in the lord find it in a book find Find it it in yourself is what i always tell people is is, it's there and 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 it very well could be but that action is really difficult when you're in the throes of a depression yeah so the easiest way i've ever found to pull myself out of the you know out of the dumps is to help someone can i do a call to action and and we're not that big of a community we're really not Everybody that listens to this show, every, we all know each other. Everybody knows each other. Can I do this call to action? I want to be there for you. I really do. Biker Jim, John Hinman, Brian Freeman, I'm offering myself to you personally. If you'd like to reach out to us during this time of the holidays, we'd love to have you down to Studio Kitchen, Colorado. I think these gentlemen can do the same thing. Can we do a call to action to make ourselves all accountable for folks that would love to reach out to somebody, can they do that to you directly right now as a call to action? 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll throw my name in the hat. Put my, put our number, put my number. If you guys want, put our numbers on the Facebook Anybody page. If yeah. you need someone have, to reach out to over please. these holidays, give me a call. I will answer the phone. We have a family for you. And, and they're and right today here. I live, I'm not afraid to answer the phone. You know, I, I get random numbers all the time, and it used to be like, oh, don't know who that is. They must be chasing me, da da, da. And today I'd say, hi, it's John. I, I don't have that, that fear today. You Thank know? you, John. And one of the things that we were talking about, too, to get out of depression is, like, I get up every morning, and I write five things I'm grateful for. And that immediately switches my attitude a little bit. Well, and sometimes I carry that around in my back pocket, you know, that list I make. So when I do get remind a crazy, you, I'm like, mind. oh, yeah, there's all this, yeah. you know. One thing that I took away just now, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. 
Um, there is a different way. There's a better way. And uh, it doesn't need to end in disaster. We're all here together. It's a very sobering moment, but I think we all need to appreciate what we're living. Biker Jim, you are somebody that I look to on a daily basis. Your friend. Um, again, we have a responsibility of being a steward of this community, and I think none better. John Hinman, I encourage people to know more about Chow. How Thank can you. people do that? Um, uh, Chow, we uh, have a website now. It's chowco.org, C-H-O-W-C-O. They have a website now. And we also have a Facebook page you can look up on. Um, and we meet every Monday night at uh, 14th and Ogden at um, 6 p.m. Yeah, it, it doesn't hurt. And that place, it's in, in the basement of the uh, Colorado Restaurant Association. Um, no, we no, new place. Oh, you moved. It's a new Where'd place. Where'd you go? It's called the Mile High Club. Sorry about that. It's at uh, 14th and Ogden. Cool. You got to do it. 1411. 1411 Ogden. 1411 Ogden. Yeah. Reach out. There's a bunch of businesses at 14th yep. and Ogden. Right above the, the restaurant there. We're here for thank you. you. Thank you. All right. There it is. Uh, went a little past, but I think we needed to do that. Thank you for the pies. You're welcome. Uh, happy holidays. Who are we turning holidays. it over to? Uh, we're turning over to Little Rich in the Little Rich Corner. All right. We're going to do uh, beer and spirits in the next two segments. Thank you so much. We're going to continue right here. Studio Kitchen, Colorado, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Wow, Greg, that was a powerful segment and very timely, something that needed to be talked about. And talking talking about power, got Zach right here, the Spice Guy. Thank you. What's happening over at the Spice Guy? Well, we've been busy getting ready for the holiday season. We're going to be doing a buy one, get one from Black Friday all the way through to uh, Cyber Monday. Uh, that's for the website. You can get any box, so we do holiday gift boxes. Uh, it's a great gift for you know anybody on your list. We've got a few different selections, so you can do anything from... Uh, your, your dad to your mom to your brother to your brother-in-law to whoever you don't even like. We've got boxes for everybody, uh, spices for smokers, grillers, people that cook inside, people that just graduated, people that are getting married, people that don't know anything about people cooking. People are getting divorced. Yeah. They may not even know it yet. Yeah. You might not know it, but you're going to need spices soon. <laughs> you're going to need something. You're going to need something. Yeah, so we'll be doing that all week uh, starting on Thanksgiving and going right through to uh, Monday. And what is that website? www.thespiceguyco.com, or you can Google The Spice Guy and find us. Oh, that's awesome. Hey, we'll be right back. From your beauty bar. Hey, guys, Chris Johnson here, owner of Rome Sausage, your hyper-local source for all things sausage awesomeness. My family is proud to carry on the fine traditions of Rome's founder, Jerry Rome, by producing a variety of amazing sausage in small batches with an eye on quality, not quantity. Every batch is made here in the great state of Colorado by hand-mixing spices, utilizing lean cuts of pork to make an outstanding product. Sourcing ingredients and materials locally, we are committed to supporting local vendors, chefs, restaurants, and the entire Colorado food scene. Getting hungry yet? Brats, Italian, breakfast, hot Polish, green chili, chicken apple, and the world's best chorizo. You can source all of our sausage through a variety of food service distributors. If your distributor doesn't carry it, call us. We'll come direct. You want a custom item? We'll do that too. Samples, and of course, sausage jokes, can be had by contacting me directly at chris at romesausage.com or by phone at 303-296-7663. The modern eater loves Rome sausage, and I know you will too. Wear black and eat spices. Hey, Modern Eater listeners, this is Zach from The Spice Guy, Colorado's favorite spice company. Spice is the variety of life. 
At the Spice Guy, we have a passion for sourcing the best ingredients from the best farmers all over the world. Choose from thousands of different GMO-free spices and ingredients, or let us create and blend custom flavor profiles for whatever style of food it is that you're working with. With over 1,000 restaurants, food brands, and chefs behind us, you can't go wrong when you choose the Spice Guy for all your spice needs. The Spice Guy. Spicy. Born in Breck, raised in Denver. TheSpiceGuyCo.com. Listen up, barbecue lovers. Greg Holland back. One minute. Both barbecue and provisions. Proud soul. No, next. It's in the next segment. It's in the next pop block. Sorry. Neighborhood with the best backyard barbecue from beginners to pit masters. Proud Souls has all the equipment you could possibly want. A variety of wood, pellet, and charcoal grills and smokers. Award-winning pit masters and owners of Proud Souls, Dan and Tony, have a passion for barbecue, and it shows. Located on 25th and Federal, Proud Souls retail store is bursting at the seams with your barbecuing essentials, the Spice Guy spices, and superior flavored fuels for your pit like hickory, mesquite, oak, pecan, cherry, apple, peach, maple, grape and a variety of blends hit their website proudsoulsbbq.com for delicious hands-on 15 seconds until we come back get information on current promotions and deals for the best in barbecue locally owned and operated on 25th and federal there are guys proud souls barbecue and provisions that's proudsoulsbbq.com hi this is Lori mitson i'm a food hack aka food writer i was just told that i could put my line <laughs> And you're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, cool. Back to Studio Kitchen, Colorado, and I love new businesses. New to us, anyway, Brian. Yes. Well, I hey, listen. I love business. Period. I Especially hyper local business here in Colorado. Have you ever heard of Coal Mine Avenue Brewing? I have because I looked them up before the show. <laughs> you did good. <laughs> uh, and we need to go. I truly love, love breweries. And uh, Manuel, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Good to see you. Manuel Baca and uh, Erica Baca. How are you? Good. Good. I'm assuming you're not brother and sister. No. You guys, no. Husband and wife, partners in business, partners right. in life. Yeah, and you don't look like brother and sister. I know. I don't Red. know why he said that. What were you That's thinking? That's good. That well, would have been uncomfortable. Do you remember, <laughs> like, uh, Paul Riley and... Uh, oh, yes. His sister. Uh, brother, yes. And, brother, and brother and sister. Brother and sister. That yes. was a bad thing when I introduced them that way. I know. He... Yes. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Very love cool. It. Brewing company. Uh, guys, let's go. Where do we start? Um, where are you located? So we are in West Littleton, just off of Kipling and Coal Mine, across from where the old Funplex used to be. I'm right there. In fact, we actually have uh, one of our staples is called Funplex. It's a dry hopped cream ale we put on just for that. No doubt. You and what do you pour for us here? So right now we have, um, it's the first time we've done this beer. We call this the Java Plex because it's a version of the Funplex with uh, coffee and vanilla and no dry hop additions. That's not where so, we're tasting now. That's is what it? we're tasting. Oh my yeah. God, this is so. Is good. it awesome? Well, you know, your story though is very similar to like Pete's Wicked Ale, one of the original microbrews. Your story is you started in your basement. Well, garage. Garage, yeah. okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've been homebrewing for about nine years. Uh, I started with a class that she got me for my birthday. Just started brewing at um, one of the local businesses that unfortunately is not around anymore. But um, started homebrewing back then, and my equipment just started expanding ever since, going into all grain, wow. going into kegging, 
and eventually you have a seven-barrel system in storage waiting for a home. So, <laughs> so who has more money than they know what to do with? Because that's a very expensive project. Can you right uh, <laughs> point us to that person? Yeah. Because we would love to know. Yeah, they say the best way to make a million dollars at a brewery is to start with two. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. What does that do for you guys? How long have you been around? So uh, our first anniversary was July 6th. That was one year for us. Happy so anniversary. Almost, almost a year and a half at this point. Yeah. yeah. What have you learned? Everything. Apparently how to make a good beer because right? this is. On him. Get out of town. This is on him. It all right starts yeah. and ends with there. But from looking at some of the Brewers uh, Association uh, statistics, that your tap room has to be about 80% of your sales, uh, us, 20% yeah. distribution, maybe. Do you have a great tap room? Our tap room is, um, has been the focus of our business from the beginning. Neighborhood. We are the first uh, production brewery in the state, maybe the country, that has an off-leash dog park. Hence, our logo and our tagline, Lose the Leash, on all of our crawler cans here. So, Oh, I thought that was something a little bit racy. No. Oh, no, no. no. Unbuckle the belt. But that's a dog, dog Brian. That's what we need to do after eating all the food. I know. Yeah. What do you think of this place? It's awesome. It's awesome. Very yeah. interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, tap handles. Are you around town? Not yet. Um, we, we can really, do that for you. We haven't really had a mind on distribution. Uh, we're starting to think about getting a few keg accounts um, kind of around our area. We're very neighborhood focused. Um, we are, we're in a great area that just doesn't have a lot. Um, specifically within a couple miles of us, there's really nothing to, to do at night. Um, but we're a family-friendly option where you can, you know, come in and hang out, bring your dog, let them run around outside. We're dog-free inside. We've got a pinball arcade, and we do all kinds of crazy fun events. So. I grew up on pin- I If pinball didn't exist, I probably would have went to uh, sixth hour. <laughs> of uh, high school. <laughs> but I was at Celebrity Lanes on Colorado Boulevard instead of high school at that time. Right. Guys, I love breweries, and I also love, like, uh, you know, how many beers do you have ta- on tap? So right now, uh, 11. As 11. Earlier this That's evening. Nice. We, as we were pulling up in the parking lot, uh, we got a text from our taproom manager that our Pixie Slap Pale Ale kicked tonight. Yeah. So. Oh, really? So we're yeah. down to 11. <laughs> back up we're down to 11. Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the operation like? What would you, the culture, I mean, what would you like to say about, like, what we're doing here at this brewery? It's a lot like what we're doing here tonight. Just like a bunch of people who didn't know each other at the beginning or hanging out and sharing food and getting to know each other and drinking some great drinks and just food. Are a you a brew prep or are you doing no. the, you're doing the uh, food truck? We, we have a food different trucks. food truck pretty much every day. Uh, we have a little restaurant opening next door to us that's going to do some uh, like bar bites type stuff for us. Uh, so you'll be able to order that. They'll bring it right into the brewery and deliver it to your table. But we have some amazing food trucks out there. Like the Denver food truck scene is crazy. It really is. And one of our core things that we wanted to do with the brewery was bring the trendy things out to the suburbs. So we've got a lot of food trucks that we weren't able to get right when we opened, but now that we're open, yeah. they're like, yeah, we, can, can we come there now? I so love that. it's been really fun. You know, we've got a couple big ones that just people follow, and well, it's been good, great. Good beer brings good people. Yeah. And good I food, tell good you. beer. Yeah. Hey, Jay, how'd you get turned on to these guys? Oh, shoosh. Um, um, Tyler. Tyler, thank you yes. from uh, from uh, landlocked. 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 Those are good dudes. <laughs> yeah, they were cool dudes. Okay. I, I asked him. I said, "Who do you know They're in the really beer cool. world that you like that I should get on the show and so on and so forth?" And presto, changeo, here they are. Yeah, isn't yeah. that the ultimate comp? 
compliment them. Well, you I know, mean, the, that's the thing about this industry is it's very, it's a very tight knit industry. It's very collaborative. It's not competitive at all. Uh, competitive. Um, you know, we were just talking about talking to a couple of industry friends back here that just happen to be yeah, Danny having and a Emily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, just hanging out back there. So, yeah. Um, uh, they're underneath the speaker. Yeah. They're looking good over there. That's a good-looking couple right there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get them on this. Come over here for a second here. Who are these guys? Uh-oh. Let's get it. Let's get, get a mic. So tell us about these two. Your friends. Yeah. The headset. Where's well, the headset? So this is, Do we have an extra yeah, headset? A, right over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we met Danny used to own Caution Brewing. Um, which was one of our hangouts. He had caution over in Lakewood. There you go. Um, Turn that around. Technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> On the show. What's your name? Uh, my name is Emily Wong. Hey, Emily. How are you? Good Wait, job. no relation to Danny Wong. <laughs> not at all. They're Here's not, where you could score brothers. a home one. Yeah. We were really laughing about that actually yeah. earlier. We're like, oh, wow. That is like, if somebody tries to do that to us. <laughs> I have a lot of questions. I know. Just a little bit further, further apart yeah, from this. Yeah. Apparently, you don't have a mic. So. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll okay. You do have a mic now. That was good, we'll Danny. We'll this. It's all good. That was good, Danny. Uh, Keep it close and close in the family there. Yeah. <laughs> so they have a company called Firmly that uh, does lab testing for small breweries, and, and they started up brand new. And it sounds like you guys are doing really well. Yeah, we're uh, a year in, and we're feeling pretty confident. I mean, it's been absolutely amazing, the reception from the brewing community in the way that uh, breweries are taking more initiative to try and find ways to be dynamic and change with the rotation nation because you can no longer just offer one thing. You have to be amazing in everything. You know, that's that's true. And I think the, the, the selections we brought here tonight kind of reflect that. We've got the coffee cream ale. We've got a nutter butter stout. We have a lime, I'm sorry, a lemon and raspberry hard seltzer that we call lime water. Oh, I need to try that. And then we have Can the, I ask about the seltzer thing? Yeah. Do you have to do it right now? You don't have to. But that's, that's part of our it's part of our Yeah, we wanted to bring, like I said, trends out to the suburbs because we were finding that in a lot of cases they were slow to make their way out. Are you putting syrup so, in it? No. Syrup? No. You're not? No. Okay. Well, I, and I'm just asking because a lot of the folks that are doing seltzer, they just have one flavor and then they flavor it themselves. That's the thing I don't like about seltzers is that aspartame kind of sugar, the fake sugar. You, with Can the you syrup? say that for our listeners again? This is the best Did seltzer I say right? I've ever aspartame? had. I like it. I like it. <laughs> this is delicious seltzer yeah. because Thank it you. doesn't taste that way. Yeah. Um, this truly has natural flavors to it and it's very light. It's not coming across syrupy. No, not at all. It's not sweet, and that's oh, what man. This nobody is needs. Future. Those were called wine coolers. Yeah. <laughs> right, brewing yeah. association. <laughs> you guys, uh, you're going to come back to the show many, many times, but what would you like uh, to leave with folks that say, okay, here's what our brewery is all about? So our brewery is about just um, making sure that we have always interesting and tasty beers on tap, hanging out with some cool people, and bringing your dogs and letting them run around. I mean, and you do have a gluten-free option. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. It's, it's locale, yeah. yeah. 
So, well, it's got to be gluten-free, right? Is there any yeah, gluten we, in it? We don't use any gluten to make that. Um, you know, our, our tap lines, we're not certified gluten-free. Yeah, it's so. probably not dedicated. Yeah. Sure, yeah. okay. Yeah. But, I, but we do. De- but he definitely is. does clean and sanitize the tap lines yeah. every couple of weeks and when we switch a product out. So the tap line will have been sanitized before the, the mine water goes through it. You guys are awesome. When you're looking to get restaurant uh, lines... We can do that for you. All right. Come circle back around when Sounds you're ready great. for distribution. They're drinking it as fast as we can make it now, but we'll yeah. get there. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Boy. I love it. I love Did it. you hear what she just dropped on us at yes. the end there? Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> well, you heard they, they blew a tap tonight. Yeah. 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 Erica, so. thank you. Thanks, uh, Emmanuel and Erica Baca, uh, these guys are great. We'll hear more from them on the Modern Eater Show. We'll come back. Uh, Little Rich is standing in the Little Rich corner. If you're on uh, our Facebook and uh, YouTube, you'll see this. It's uh, John Hinman with Little Rich. We'll come back. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use. It's up next on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Thanks, Greg. We're heading into the final approach. Now I've got the guy, the guy known for pies, John Hinman. Let me tell you, I think his birthday is March 14th. Think about it. Think about it, okay? John, uh, what's happening in the world of pies? Hey, Rich, good to see you. Great to see you again, obviously. It's, it's high time for pie here in Denver. It's Thanksgiving. Yes. And we are fi- making pies at the bakery at a, at a high rate right now. And uh, I'm really excited to do it. It's my favorite time of the year. Awesome, awesome. So where, where can we find your pies? Uh, right now, we can find them at Lever's Locavore. Um, we can order them online, uh, direct from the bakery. If you get your order in by Monday, you can find us. You can Google Hinman's Bakery, and you can order a pie, and we'll have it ready for you on Wednesday. And you've got all those classic flavors, apple, cherry, salted pecan. maple, pecan. Uh, got it all. Cherry and pumpkin. I'll tell you a little tip for those of you in the industry. Uh, if you're not in the industry... All of us in the industry, it's these this guy's pies that we're eating on Thanksgiving. Thank you, Rich. He's he's the man. We'll be right back. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Chefs, Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you one minute your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. 30 seconds to live read. Rich here from Rockalitas Tortillas. Rockalitas, known for hyper-local, innovative, and healthy tortillas and chips. Served by Colorado's top chefs, and that's why we only use Colorado Mills sunflower oil. If you, too, want to serve the healthiest, most vibrant-tasting food. 15 seconds to live read. Colorado Mills. Colorado Mills is hyper-local, Colorado-grown, cold-pressed in Lamar, Colorado. Whether you bake, fry, or saute, get your Colorado Mills today. Five seconds. Amrock, Growers Organic, and Don Foods. For the best oil in the business, you Colorado Mills. Okay, back to the show in just a moment. But A Plus Beverage Solutions, this is cool. A Plus Beverage Solutions and Jeff Rourke, I can't say it enough. Uh, he installs custom tap lines for folks, but he also does maintenance. And maintenance is important, Jay. I mean, you've been in the bar business for how long? 28 years. 30 years. 
Yeah. You're only 32 not. years old. What was that? You, you were born in a bar? Uh, no, nah, I look great. Thank you. It's very troublesome, though, because I think that a lot of bar owners just let it slide by. You don't want it to slide by. You want to get a hold of Jeff Rourke and Spoon. A-plus Beverage Solutions. He's the guy that can make your dreams come true because you want the beer to taste like the brewer intended it to taste. You don't want any of that funny business. You don't want warm beer. You don't want foamy beer. This guy, Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, can make it happen. If you're pouring inefficient beer, what are you doing, boys? You're pouring pouring your money money down down the drain. I can't tell you enough. You don't have to pour your money down the drain. Just get a hold of Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions, 720. Brian, do you have a... I'm going to tell you, say it, and I'll get my pen right now. 720-272-3809. It's so important. And one more time. 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Now it's time for the Modern Eaters Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and a a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. (laughs) Yeah, all ready for it. Booze in the news. All the booze news you can use right here on the Modern Eater (laughs) Show. He makes a return visit. Man, I can't help but smile and laugh when this gentleman is in front of me. And Dr. Victor Matthews, welcome back to the show. I know. Different hat on, man. Come on, I'm a working man. You don't need, don't be saluting. (laughs) Black Bear Distillery. Man, we're getting down right now. That's your hat right now. What are we doing right now? Well, so the theory was holidays, and we we had that crustini earlier, kind of like Thanksgiving in one bite kind of a deal. So we said, we got to make a cocktail. Now, here's the secret. Everything we do is in-house. We're making everything ourselves. Really? So the first thing, besides the liquor itself, obviously we make that. It's a distillery, right? That's our bourbon. It's an Irish-style bourbon. It's two years of age. It's got Irish-style, which means it's got some raw barley in it as well as having some sherry finish. Sexy, sexy bourbon. You would love that. Your label is sexy, doctor. Your label. Look at that label. I love it, but will I? So let me get a little taster of the... uh, yeah, this is the stuff right here. The, the so pure? we wanted to. This is this is our flagship. We've got three products. We've got the 1889 uh, rye vodka. We've got the the rum, which has a cachaza type concept behind it because it's got fresh squeezed cane juice. But that's the bourbon. This is a 130 year old recipe. So my family's been distilling 130 years. We've been legal for five, so it's cool. Okay. So then, and there's no cousins involved in that. <laughs> so it's all cool. and, and even if there were, I don't know their names. <laughs> this is homemade pumpkin mead, homemade. Okay. And then this is our, this is the sort of autumn spice bitters, homemade bitters, homemade mead, which kind of takes the place of muddling. Your, your fruits and stuff. Well, doctor, tell people what a meat is because I don't know all that our listeners know what a meat is. Okay. So this, so you can have them two ways. People make them more like a beer and more like a wine, but it's honey-based. So we don't know what the very first alcoholic beverage ever was, but it's probably mead. It probably is. Because it's honey, and honey doesn't ever go bad. So somebody probably had some honey sitting over there, rained on it, natural yeast got on it, fermented, something like that way back, you know, way back at the beginning. So, if I'm to guess, this is a holiday old-fashioned. Right, right, right. So we take the holiday spices like you would for a pumpkin pie. We made a pumpkin mead. We've got the autumn spice bitters that we made. But I got you, you guys got to try this. What is that? So this is 150 proof pumpkin. It looks pump- terrifying. Pumpkin. It's pumpkin. <laughs> I mean, do we get to drink it out of the bottle? So <laughs> we're going to get a little. 
So check check this out. Oh, it looks like so, baby food. Ooh, <laughs> look at that. Oh Can you imagine? Uh, <laughs> uh, clear that spoon for gosh sakes. So Come on. I, I don't mind using it again. It's good. I mean, you know, clear, out of your mouth there. I'll clear two spoons of that. So imagine... Imagine you take a pumpkin, right? You slice it, you you rub it down with with butter and, and brown sugar. You bake it off really low and slow. It's like you're doing roasted pumpkin wow. for a soup or something. Then yeah, don't forget about it. me over here. <laughs> you puree it with our high test coming off the still, triple distilled high test, so 160 proof, and you got 150 proof pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> Get you Did right, you see man. That look in my eye. That's like I'm the little Christmas demon. So you can, I like that. So you can use that on your family if you want to make a mm. pumpkin pie. That'll be 150 proof pumpkin pie. Wow! Right? Oh. But that was what we used as the base to make the bitters. All right, put this so, together. So here we go. I got to see what oh happens. my gosh, folks! If I wish you Full were here, I wish we had taste vision tonight. Because uh, taste vision, taste vision. That was good stuff. Just there, I gotta tell you. I got to see how he mixes this in. So bitters, he's got this concoction. Second ingredient, bitters. And then right. here's the here's the. Well, they got the, the bourbon. Itself, right? uh-huh. the bourbon. Mm. That's second. Okay. And then we've got these really sexy maraschino cherries here. Take some of that syrup. Oh my <laughs> God! Get out of here. Does this, you know, Greg might need a girlfriend. Does this come with a girlfriend tonight? Because well, I'll tell you, that tonight. looks good. It doesn't come with one. but Really, Brian? Really? Yeah. I mean, you've got to call that out. Yes, I do. I can Is answer it, that question. Anybody around? Wanna... It doesn't come with a girlfriend, but it does 15 minutes after you start it. You'll, you'll get a girlfriend immediately thereafter. I just want a wife. That's all I want, man. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to mix that for you. Here's you got to have a shaker that's Oh, really? Style. You're going to mix I, that? That's a mason jar shaker. I like that. And this is just so you guys can have it mixed. What's wrong with you? Just and that's so not from the country, a mason jar shaker. Oh, right. my God. Here you go, Greg. Oh, well, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. The most polite you've ever been. <laughs> There you go. Must be the holidays. <laughs> Enjoy. That's actually very Pump, pumpkin blue. spice, I'm, old fashioned. And the pumpkin is very. Maybe it's because I had a spoonful of the baby food portion of that, but it's very mild. You know, we should market that as a baby. That'll put your baby to sleep. You'll <laughs> no sleep time. all the way through. No, you'll be sleeping like a baby. <laughs> I love it. All right, let's hear. It. Bring it up. Come on, we're ending this show here. Yes. This is good stuff. What an audience! What a great show tonight. I loved every second of it. Uh, Black so Bear, how do we get a hold of you? BlackBearDistillery.com or on Facebook. We're everywhere. That's it. That also connects you to Moonshine Highway, our TV show. We're having a blast on that. And that all connects back to Paragon Culinary School. Anybody who needs to learn how to really cook, we got you. We love these guys. All right, cool. <laughs> That's fun. All right, 40 seconds left in the show. We have to thank everybody. We really and, do. Uh, just down from John Irvin Gluten-Free Things. Thank you so much. Marvin Williams of Brucey's Fire and Vine. We'll go down the list. Justin Brunson, River Bear American Meats, Jim Pittenger, Biker Jim, Zach Johnson, the Spice Guy, uh, Dr. Victor Matthews. Uh, thank Woo-hoo! you so much with your team. Bobby Jackson, Nate Tams, Paragon Culinary School, Black Bear Distillery. These are all great guys. Get out of the way, Dave. John Irvin, Marvin Williams, the Brucey Fire and Wine, John Hinman, Hinman's Bakery, get your Manuel Baca, and uh, Coal Mine Ale Brewing, Victor Matthews, 
Black Bear Distillery, we said you twice. Thank you so much. Our team right here at the Modern Eater Show, we'll see you next week. Thank you, guys. Woo! Woo